What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of America of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Uh, we're doing well. We're getting closer to making a strong decision. And for the people who watch us on YouTube, okay, our great YouTube uh, patriots, they might notice they have an even bigger bookshelf in the back this week because we've upgraded the Trump library. And they said to me, sir, the presidential library in Tampa doesn't have room for all the books that you have because you're so smart. So I said, well, we're going to do more books at Mar-a-Lago. So we've added books at Mar-a-Lago. Well, that, that makes sense. You know, you have to make room for all the books. And did you take any special ones and put them in your private collection? Oh, well, you should have seen Pence was trying to throw a Maplethorpe book in there. And I bet you don't even know what that is. But you look it up after the show and you're going to go, sir, that was very funny, sir. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, he, was a, he was an LGBTQ artist, very strongly obsessed with African-American penises. <laughs> and that's part of the presidential library? No, that's what Pence was trying to throw in there. And I said, get the hell out of here, Pence. And uh, so now we've got uh, 570 copies of The Art of the Deal and 2,000 copies of my picture book, which is very strong pictures. And we're also working on, uh, I'm talking to a publisher about doing a Trump coloring book. Hmm. Is it an adult coloring book or a children's coloring book? They do have adult coloring books now. I call it, it's, you know, you know how they have the young adult section, you know, YA, they say YA, and I say why, because of they. Well, we are working on a new genre, the French call it genre, but I say genre because we don't say French things. We're working on a genre and it's for adult-minded children. Okay? It's a new genre and it almost sounds like gonorrhea. And, you know, we're just trying to, you know, for the 15-year-old who maybe wants to get into the club, wants to meet a strong billionaire, it's sort of that, that's the sensibility we're going with the coloring book. So it's, you know, it's things like, uh, oh, look, there's a farm and a hot farmer's daughter. Now you color her in, getting railed by a billionaire who's come to purchase the farm. You know, so it's sort of a like a nice mix, a nice mix. Very young adult, for sure. Uh, it's not called young adult. It's called adult sensible children. <laughs> okay. Well, I look forward to, to seeing that coloring book. You were at a rally this past weekend in North Carolina. Is that correct? Unbelievable. So great. Such a great rally. Can I ask you about this quote? Uh, you said... I've got to be the cleanest. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God has ever created. Very humble. Did you mean, <laughs> very, very humble. Did you mean the cleanest as like showering clean or cleanest as like a clean record? Like you do all the right things? It's both because. Uh, I use very strong soap mm -hmm. in the shower as well as very powerful shampoo. 
But I'm also very honest. And that's what the media, they, they won't tell you this, but the media, they love, they look at me and they say, oh, he's such a mean guy. But you know why they think I'm a mean guy? Because I speak more honestly and more truth socially. <laughs> you see that plug for truth social? I mean, I have a social media app endorsed by Shersha Ronan, Mahershali, and other people, and the, and the State Puff Marshmallow Man, called Truth Social. At Truth Social, nobody has a social media app called Truth Social. That's how truthful I am with social. So I meant it as a double meaning because I'm very clean physically, but also very honest. And that's the, that's why the, some of the fake news media doesn't like me because they're like, we have no dirt on him because he shares everything. He speaks he speaks the truth and he, and he does it socially. And that's why he has an app called Truth Social. And they don't like that. But if you if you put a lie detector up to their nipples, I guarantee you it would say, I believe Trump, sir. But that has God has ever created. You're more honest and cleaner than Gandhi, Mother Teresa. Uh, well, you know, did you see the dirt those people lived in? <laughs> I, I just think that. I don't know that that quote boggles my mind. I don't think it's really necessary. I I don't understand. It's like you you're accused of so many different things, right? I mean, uh, evidence has nasty, not full fake right. dishonest news media. Sure, you know that's and. But don't you think this is like gaslighting them to like look into you even more and more and more by you saying these things? I don't have any more gas, like because Sleepy Joe, the price of gas has gone so high under <laughs> Sleepy Joe that we can't even gaslight people. No, we what we have to do, it's very simple. I'm very honest, and I was being more honest. But in other words, you have a problem like the fake news media. Oh, sir, your honesty is offending me. You're being too honest, and I question your honesty based on how honest you're being. It's so stupid. It's so stupid, and you should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm very honest more honest yeah i would go even stronger more honest than mary remember mary she had jesus yeah. okay are you more, more honest, honest than honest mary? abe honest honest abe you know you know what happened honest abe his crazy wife said darling would you like to go to the theater and abe hated the theater but he didn't he lied to his wife and he said okay darling let's go to the theater and then he got shot and killed and that's what happens when you're dishonest. <laughs> so I actually think honest Abe is, we, we call him dishonest Abe. And actually, I don't even like to call him Abe because it's too close to my friend Shinzo Abe, who is actually the honest Abe. We call him honest Abe. Shinzo, very honest. <laughs> and he actually called me. He called me right after that rally. He called me right after that rally. And he said, oh, I see you think you're so honest. And I said, well, you know what? I'll give you second place, Shinzo, because you're honest, Abe. But you know what? I'll fight, I'll fight you. And we joke. We joke that we would fight, but we would never fight. We're such, such strong friends. He's such a tough guy, strong guy. Very honest. Very, he's very honest, Abe, but I'm most honest, Donald. 
Thank you for clearing that up. Mr. President, I want to get into the next story, but I first want to welcome a new sponsor. Mr. President, I know you love the, the greatest things in life. And this is RebeccaSloan.com. It's the highest quality sterling silver jewelry. I got some for my wife and she didn't believe that it was affordable. She's like, I, you spent so much money on this. Return this now. This is too much money. And I know that that doesn't happen with you because money is not an issue with you. But I, these fine products here from Rebecca Sloan, and we have Mother's Day coming up. I'm sure a lot of people have spring and summer birthdays coming up. Average $20 to $200 for sterling silver jewelry. It's always free shipping. And for our listeners, this is the big part. Finally, you finally make your, you know, we want to tell our Patreon people and our non Patreon people, we're hooking, it's called the hookup. It okay, is the hookup. This podcast, we're giving you the hookup. Coupon code Ivanka, I V A N K A, all capital letters, for a 20% discount. Mother's Day is coming up. This is the best way to surprise your wife, mother of your children, or even your mother. Go to RebeccaSloan.com. Mr. President, you went on the site. Did, did you purchase some things? I went on the site, and I think what you did was very nasty there because you said, oh, for your wife or for your mother, what about your girlfriend? What about your girlfriends? What about your side pieces? What about all the beautiful women? You know, maybe this isn't a problem for you, but I, you know, I have a lot, as we've talked, we've talked about on, on the podcast many times, I have many women that I have to get gifts for. And so... This is a beautiful way for me to pick out a lot of items that are afford. You know, I can afford anything, but you know what? It doesn't mean I don't like a good deal. It's called Art of the Deal. And they gave me a beautiful deal. And they sent me all this beautiful stuff. And I started saying, and then I get an email from Rebecca Sloan, <laughs> the Rebecca of the company. And she says to me, sir, I think you're so great, sir. Please take this jewelry and also... You can have me as well, sir. And I said, darling, that's okay. That's I got too many women I'm buying jewelry for. Anyway, we thank you for your products, but no, thank you. I will just take the beautiful sterling silver. So we are very proud to be having this company doing this beautiful, really what's a, a beautiful deal for, our, and the, as you can tell, they're fans of the show. That's what we like. We like, it, you know, we're sort of supporting our fans who are supporting us because you know, when they came, you know, they noticed the code wasn't melatonin and it no. wasn't Barton nope. and it wasn't Tiff and it wasn't Tiffany. No. Well, I'm going to say right now, I don't even like Tiffany stuff. The other, the good Tiffany, the store. Or Dan Jr. It wasn't Dan Jr. either. It wasn't, Dan, it was Ivanka, which shows that they know true beauty, true class, true style, truth social. So we support them and we want them, you give them the information, but I am a giving a full endorsement though i can't date rebecca sloan even though she was you know very interested in me i said sorry don we're going to keep this business but thank you for your business so tell them what they need to know that's right go to rebecca sloan.com that's r-e-b-e-c-c-a-s-l-o-a-n-e.com highest quality sterling silver jewelry affordable you're not going to spend $800 to $1,000. It's going to look like that, but it's not going to cost you that. And it's free shipping. And use the coupon code Ivanka for 20% off 
our listeners. So again, RebeccaSloan.com, coupon code Ivanka. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you. I wish wish when I said Ivanka, she would take 20% off. (laughs) I said Ivanka, I said the code, darling, you got to take that top off. 20% off, it's the rule. (laughs) Now, you've endorsed someone new. You're always endorsing senators every single week, and now you're endorsing TV star Dr. Oz for the Pennsylvania Senate race. How do you know him? Do you think he's qualified? What, what's the story with this, Mr. President? Pennsylvania, as you know, is a very important state. It was one of the key states that I won very bigly to become president. And it's one of the states that Sleepy Joe still. And I feel like Dr. Oz, let me put it to you this way. Now, Mike Pence, when he heard Oz, he put on his ruby slippers and came running in. And I said, not that kind of Oz, not that kind of Oz. I thought he'd be the HBO Oz. Well, if you wouldn't step on my story, sorry, find out. No, it's okay, tech stuff. You won't be here next week. That's that's your reward for stepping on my story. But I watched uh, a show. It was on HBO. HBO Max. Called Oz. And a lot of stuff happened on that show. Strong, strong rape, strong murder. And it was basically what happens when you let Democrats do criminal justice reform instead of having me and Kim Kardashian do criminal justice reform. And I thought if this doctor, if he was the doctor in Oz, healing up torn assholes, uh, people getting shanked, people eating glass, people, uh, you know, having their heads bashed in and, and, and whatnot in this radical left prison. I thought this guy's tough enough. You know, we've already endorsed Herschel Walker, very strong, very tough, very tough black, a lot of CTE, but also he has, M- he has all the initials. He's, he's NFL, he's got CTE, he does MMA. Mike Pence asked if he has a BBC. So he's got all the initials. And he's going to need backup, though. And if Dr. Oz is there, he's like, don't worry, Herschel. I see that the Democrats are attacking you, but I can stitch you up the way I stitched up those those severed limbs and those torn up anuses when I was the doctor in Oz. So... I strongly support him because I think he'll work great with our team, with our great MAGA team. And uh, and it's also, you know why I like him? You know how he came to be famous? Oprah. He was Oprah's doctor, like Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And it takes a strong, powerful man to turn his back on Oprah. And he turned his back on Oprah. He said, get the hell out of here, color purple. I'm going with color red, like the MAGA hat. Well, I'm glad you explained yourself. I know you didn't have to, but I appreciate you letting everyone know. So Dr. Oz, a lot of celebrities in your corner turned politicians. Is that is that a theme going forward or is it just working out that way? I think they saw I think they were inspired. You know, anybody can inspire a poor person. You know, like, oh I'm I have ten cents. I want to be like 
a rich person. Every, every, who, who the hell can't do that? But when you inspire rich people who already have talent and, and wealth and prestige, when you inspire them to say, I want to turn away from helping people and become a vicious son of a bitch in the Trump army. I don't want to help. I want to dominate. That takes real talent to motivate people who are already doing well to turn their talents to the MAGA nation. Understandable. Speaking of talent, we have a second talented sponsor this week, and that is BetOnline.ag, Mr. President. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. That's right. Future prop bets like who's going to win the Super Bowl next year and any kind of championship in sports. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. So you have sports betting, you have blackjack, poker, roulette, craps. You have everything that you want to bet on on one website. And it's super easy to get started. Just head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code. It's CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. 50% more money than you're going to put in only on your first deposit. It's promo code CLNS50. Bet online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Actually, uh, Melanoma, my wife, she just recently got on Bet Online for a fifty percent bonus, mm-hmm. and uh, she said she wants to bet on Luka Doncic, who is from Transylvania, like her, and he's mm-hmm. a very talented, very talented guy on the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. And I said, darling, what if the Mavericks are named after that piece of shit John McCain because they called him the Maverick? And she said, no, Donald, not the same state. And I said, well, I don't know what you're saying because you have such a stupid accent, but I trust her. And so she's, uh, she's uh, she opened up her account and she's supporting Luka Doncic from hmm. Slotsylvania. Very interesting. Mr. President, I wanted to ask you, January 6th committee, Cheney, this woman is really uh, has it out for you. I feel like she has posters of you in, in in her house because all she does is talk I th- I about think you. What happened was all, all of a sudden, you know, we used to have a thing where it was, if you liked women, you wanted hot women, you wanted models and Victoria's Secrets. And then all of a sudden the pogs show up like Liz Cheney. And now she's very confident. She's like, I have my own tab on porn sites now. I'm going to tell Donald Trump what to do. And it's very, it's very disgusting. And it's very, uh, it's very sad. Country. Well, she really has it out for you. And what she is saying is that the January 6th committee can file criminal charges against you. And they're waiting um, to file criminal charges against you. You don't seem nervous at all about this. This is charges from the federal government. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this? They're deciding if they, they call it referral. 
because they're so weak. They can refer charges to the Department of Non-Justice, by the way. We call it the Non-Justice Department because they don't do justice. And if it gets there, if they make their little precious referral, then you have Merrick. I don't do anything because I'm the weakest person alive, Garland. Speaking of Oz, Judy Garland. You know, that's what we call Merrick Garland because he's all he does is he wants to go home. He doesn't want to fight. He's not tough. So we are confident that he will take a nap and drink a warm glass of milk like Sleepy Joe if the charges get referred and he'll say in his old person voice, I don't want to do this because of rule of law and I'm boring. Good night. That's who they have running the Department of Non-Justice, Merrick Judy Garland. So now we're not nervous and uh, they're weak and they're stupid and I'll be fine. And Liz so Cheney is just a, a little overly confident chunky. Is that what they call her? <laughs> OCC. Mr. President, I wanted to ask you uh, about your son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Oh? Jared Kushner, Ivanka's husband. Oh, him. Sure. Yes. Um, he, he recently signed a $2 billion deal with the Saudis. Did you hear about that? Mohammed Ben Sam. Uh, what's his name? Mohammed Ben... Been, been bribed. <laughs> Mohammed been bribed. <laughs> you know, we call him MBS, you know, and another initial for Herschel Walker. We got MBS. And MBS talked to Jer he was very they're very good friends. And because they're both wealthy and that's about it, because MBS is a talented, tough guy. You know, he he, he chopped up that journalist in yes. Turkey. Yeah. Chopped him right the hell up. And we were nice to him after that. We didn't push him because we respect him. And I think he was just saying, you know, it's very legal. He was just saying, thank you, Jared, for being my friend and for connecting me to this great president and his very, very, very exceptionally hot daughter. And here's a little token of appreciation. I'll just invest $2 billion with you because thank you. Well, a few things don't make sense. Maybe you can clear this up for me. Uh, Jared Kushner, I think, is a, in real estate, and he has no experience with private equity. Um, Steve Mnuchin, who was your treasury secretary, he also submitted a deal to the Saudis and Mnuchin, his deal was approved by the Saudis. Um, Jared Kushner's deal to the committee was not approved and your boy MBS just um, put his foot down and said, I don't care what you guys uh, say. His dirty sand sandal. <laughs> <laughs> He put his dirty sand sandal down and he said, you're going to go <laughs> Jared Kushner's deal. Does that make any sense to you? It makes, it makes perfect sense because 
we buried Khashoggi for him. And if I get elected again, we'll do more favors. So it makes, it's called diplomacy, where you commit a crime and then you pay the son-in-law of the president $2 billion and then we don't do anything about the crime. It's called diplomacy. Obviously, you don't have international affairs experience, but it's called strong diplomacy. And as far as Mnuchin, you know, we respect. He was one of my most loyal people. But Mnuchin is uh, what they call ugly. So when he walks into a room and MBS <laughs> sees him, he goes, I don't want to do business with that. And he tried to bring in his wife, Louise, who's like this, D, this G-level actress. And they're like, well, she's okay, but she's no Ivanka. And then Jared Kushner walks in. They're all skinny, rich, and weak with a stacked, sexy piece of ass named Ivanka Trump. Ivanka, by the way, 20% of Rebecca Sloan. And an MBS made an executive decision. And he said... I beat Khashoggi and I'm going to have to beat my meat if I keep looking at Ivanka. So we're giving the deal to Donald Trump's very weak, but very lucky son-in-law. It's called diplomacy. He's saying diplomacy, but isn't really that corruption? Isn't that what corruption is? You're yeah. not giving it's, the deal based me, on who's more qualified. You're giving me. it who's more connected. It's pronounced diplomacy. It's okay. a common mistake that poorly educated people make. They say, I think this says corruption, sir. And I go, nope, it's pronounced diplomacy. Okay. And then they'll say, sir, I think this is bribery. And I'll say, no, it's called deal making. You pronounce it deal making. <laughs> and then they'll say to me, sir, I think this is pronounced sexual assault. And I'll say, no, it's called romance. So it's. You know, you have to operate at a, at, a, at a higher level on this podcast, okay? Tech stuff. I mean, you're fired after this episode, but tell the next guy to step up. I will, but Steve Mnuchin, you're you're still on good terms with him, correct? I mean, he's ugly, but yes, we're on good terms. So wouldn't you rather have a person who's in your corner, who's more qualified, do this deal yes. than okay. being a family member? Okay, but... Let me who's not as qualified uh, excuse excuse me yes excuse me yes excuse me excuse me okay <laughs> the is a okay you obviously don't understand diplomatic relations oh okay so we got steve mnuchin and he handled the money very well very nice great we're a little richer because steve mnuchin knows money okay but let's say we want to torture women and murder journalists and, uh, you know, maybe bomb some countries. Steve Mnuchin, I'm not going to listen to him if he says, oh, sir, we have a deal with Saudi Arabia. Can you listen to me? And I go, get your ugly face out of my office. But if Jared Kushner walks in with Ivanka, who's wearing, you know, a tight white dress with no bra and four inch heels, and he says, Father-in-law, sir, that's what he calls me. Father-in-law, <laughs> sir, I have an important deal. And Ivanka and I would really like it if you would take the side of Mohammed bin Salman. And then I say, Ivanka, please do a turnaround so I can see what you're working with. And then I say, I'm feeling very generous today. Tell your friend MBS, he's got no problem with me. Do you see how the diplomacy works? 
I see how it's pronounced diplomacy works. Understand. Okay. What do you think I know about it's okay, but it's got diplomacy. <laughs> now a lot of questions here. Ukraine, um, Russia still going at it. Russia still bombing, attacking Ukraine. And now Putin has stepped aside and is bringing in a new person to lead the military. And before we go into this person, do you think that's kind of a weak move? I don't think you would ever do that and leave being in charge to give the leadership to someone else to take care of the job. He's not giving up the, he's picking a new general kind of, it's not like he's not in charge, but he's saying, this is what dishonest Abe did in the civil war when he was fighting so nastily against our great patriots in the South. He <laughs> kept having generals who didn't want to fight. And then he found a drunk named Ulysses S. Grant who fought. Mm. And you think that's what, um, our great friend Vlad Putin is doing. He said, I need somebody tough. And then he found this guy, the butcher of Syria. And uh, I would say that sounds pretty tough. It sounds very tough. Also, it, from what I've read about him, he seems to be related to the devil. He runs torture centers. Uh, Sa Satan is fairly strong. <laughs> he uh, is into systematic rape. Um, nerve agents, so chemical warfare. I, okay, I didn't, I didn't realize we were doing phone sex on this uh, episode of of making podcasts great again. He's just a, an awful, awful you person. Got, well, and you know where he got the nickname? Horrible at karaoke. <laughs> they say, General, when you get on the mic, you really butcher those songs. So. That's why they call him the Butcher of Syria. Because he can't <laughs> carry a tune? <laughs> I mean, you know, if you have a song that you like, you do not want that guy getting up at karaoke and singing it. So, so they call him the Butcher of Syria. Sweet Caroline. Oh, the guy's got no talent for singing. Every time he gets up there, they laugh. They give him a shot of vodka and say, ah, oh, the butcher of Syria butchered another song. Horrible so, karaoke. It has nothing to do with the chemical warfare, the rape, or the torture centers. No, I think that's just coincidental. <laughs> so it's, it's a coincidence that he butchers songs. And butchers innocent people and tortures them and rapes when I, them. When I, all I know is I heard that he got the nickname because one night he did a three a three song set of Neil Diamond at a karaoke <laughs> bar near Syria, and it was a legendarily horrible performance. <laughs> and they said this guy butchers songs like nobody's business. Oh well, well, I. Uh... I guess it's just a, a big coincidence with the, with the nickname. So he must be a, a really nice guy who just doesn't know how to sing. Okay. Well, it seems, I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we're looking into it, but it seems that's, that's where he gets the nickname. All I do is report the truth social. That's it. You are the truth social man. 
Now, a couple more stories left before we get to them, Mr. President. We do have a date for a uh, our Perfect Ten uh, Patreon Patriot live episode for our Perfect Tens, which will be Thursday, April 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you'd like to be a part of that, we've had uh, some some Perfect Tens came in this week for Patreon.com slash MPGA. Sign up for every le- whatever level is good for you. But again, the live episode is on the 28th of April. That's Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Patreon.com slash MPGA for all bonus material, movie reviews, videos, bonus apps, special guests, live episodes. You don't want to miss out. So it's patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, we spoke about this um, on one of the bonus episodes, Patreon episodes, but not on on um, a regular episode about the Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. We touched on it a tiny bit, but Will Smith is now banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Like a dog. Like a dog. 10 years. How weak is that? I mean, I, I, th- I knew they weren't, weren't going to do what I said they should do, which is the death penalty. Well, he, he did assault another person for words. And what are you teaching, you know, young people out there who are watching the Oscars that if you don't like when someone says about you or someone uh, who you're related to, you just excuse go me, assault excuse, them? Excuse me. At my rallies, it's different. When somebody is insulting their president and protesting a patriotic rally, I think my supporters have every right to punch and possibly kill that person. I think that's totally legal and actually very moral. And we don't talk about morality enough. You know, as strong Christians, we have to have great morals. And But when an actor slaps a comedian doing black-on-black violence in front of many scared white people and shocking and making our country... You know, the Oscars, they air, even though they're total failures, they air them around the world. And for the world to see that America's become a black-on-black violence utopia for the radical left, it can't be forgiven because it's making our country look weak. And that's why Putin invaded. That is why Putin invaded. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about if if Chris Rock wasn't on that stage, Chris Rock is a small gentleman, skinny guy, not very built. If it was someone else, I want to just see, give you different scenarios. Do you think Will Smith would have slapped this person? So if instead of Chris Rock, do you think if it was Dave Chappelle, do you think Will Smith would have slapped Dave Chappelle? I do because all Dave Chappelle can reply with is a four hour lecture. Chappelle's kind of jacked though. He's he, he's got a. He's like but a, he smokes. He smokes a lot. Yeah, and that'll take it. You know, if it's not a quick fight, he's gonna lose the energy. So how about if it was Kevin Hart, really small guy? That would be like very like bullying. Do you think he would have slapped Kevin Hart? Uh, Kevin Hart's like he built like a little muscular milk dud. <laughs> uh, so I think that would have been an interesting fight, actually. But I think he probably ends up punting Kevin Hart. Instead of going for the slap, I think he, he goes for the, the kick to the teeth. 
if it was, let's say, Vin Diesel, do you think he would have slapped Vin Diesel? Or maybe a Jason Momoa or someone really big like that? Oh, Momoa, that would be a good one. You ever have a Momoa when you're having brunch? <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't drink, but I'll sometimes take a sip of a Momoa. Uh, no, Mike, Mike, Momoa the drink. I know you want to. Okay, Mike. Uh, I'll just, I think he, I think Will Smith probably, probably wouldn't have slapped Momoa. He probably would have stepped to him. You ever heard that? When they stepped mm-hmm. to somebody, he probably would have gotten in his face, but maybe not taken the, the big swing. If you were up there on stage and and you made this joke about his wife and Will Smith came up to you. And, and I let, would have said I would have said the N-word too. <laughs> I wouldn't have been so nice. Let's say he did slap you. You wouldn't have just stood there like Chris Rock, right? What, what would you have done? I would have done what every tough person does. I would have told Secret Service, shoot this black man. <laughs> And here's the thing, because I have such quick, quick racial, ref- we call them racial reflexes. We call them Rachel Dolezal racial reflexes. I would have seen him coming up the stairs and I would have told Secret Service, he looks crazy, shoot him. He would have never gotten to me. He would have been shot during the Oscars. Now, having to do with that joke, uh, your uh, ride or die, Marjorie Taylor Green, one of the toughest guys in the world. <laughs> he called the cops on Jimmy Kimmel for making a joke about her, saying that basically saying that where's Will Smith when you need him. Um, as a joke about slapping her and she called the police because um, she felt threatened. The same woman, I think, who who poses with a with with machine guns for her Christmas card. What, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Michelin Michelin tire green is <laughs> so tough. And I think people don't know the history. We're teaching too much critical race theory. For Jimmy Kimmel to say, to threaten a white man like Michelin Tire Green <laughs> with a black attacking him. If you know your history, that's a very scary thing. And our country doesn't really like that too much. If you read your, you know, your strong Jim Crow history, You'll see that that's a very scary thing that that Jimmy Kimmel was suggesting, and Martin Taylor Green would have been in in his his total total rights total rights under the Constitution to go to Will Smith and hunt him for sport, and then prosecute Jimmy Kimmel as if I know my old law, my old American law. Uh, a white N-word lover, I think, is punishable by death also. So by using Will Smith to attack an innocent white man like Michael Taylor Green, they could both be given the death penalty. And I, I would I would agree with that. Wasn't there a movie where these rich people hunted iced tea? Do you remember that movie? 
back in the night. Called Surviving the Game. It's called Surviving <laughs> the Game. And I didn't like that one because I got it. I mean, I, I like it in real life, but I, you know, I've already done that. I do that. Like, I don't need to see a dot. It's like, I already do that in real life, so I don't need to see the movie. I liked Hard Target, which was about chasing a white. They were chasing Jean Claude Van, Van Damme. Damme. They were chasing him, and he was, he had long hair and a stupid accent, but boy, was that a fun movie. <laughs> and Wilfred Brimley played Uncle Dube, and Van Damme kept walking Uncle Dube! And it was a fun time in Louisiana, great Trump state. Well, Mr. President, thank you so much again for spending week in and week out with us. And again, prayers, our prayers for Michelin Tire Green. Yes, prayers. prayers for uh, our live episode again is on April 28th, East, 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's Thursday. And again, want to welcome Rebecca Sloan dot com. Our new sponsor, again, it's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-L-O-A-N-E.com and use coupon code Ivanka for 20% off their jewelry. Uh, beautiful stuff. My, I got my wife some stuff from there and she loves it. So please check it out. Mother's Day is coming up and um, I'm sure you'd really enjoy that. And also check out betonline.ag for all your betting NBA needs. Playoffs. NBA playoffs, they're right That's here. That's right. Oh, you're right there. Well, the Knicks aren't in it, so I don't really watch and probably won't be watching for years to come. Um, And uh, also, if you haven't already, please check out my special on Amazon, something from nothing or YouTube or Vimeo or cable on demand. Um, Something from nothing. Um, Appreciate everyone who has watched and sent nice messages to me. And uh, Mr. President, uh, the floor is yours. Okay, okay. Hello, everybody. It's JL. I was here the whole time. Um, <laughs> yes, please support our sponsors. Um, obviously, betonline.ag has been great for us for, for really years now. And Rebecca Sloan is, you know, they're they're fans of the show. Uh, so they're, you know, we wanna we wanna warmly welcome them to supporting this show so if if you have any jewelry needs any holidays birthdays anniversary type stuff coming up and you want some really nice uh but affordable stuff please support them you support them you're supporting your favorite podcast which is us by the way um as far as me uh, i have a lot of stuff coming up not to mention my birthday on the 24th folks so if i can guilt you into anything but uh, check out Righteous PK podcast, my other podcast. Uh, there's a link in one of the recent episodes. I'm raising money for Hope for Haiti this month. So um, obviously there's a lot of money asks, but uh, you know, if if you win a lottery ticket or you're just swimming in cash, you know, spread it around. Um, and as far as shows coming up, let's see. Well. Any New York listeners who want to see a free show, I guess I'm at Beauty Bar this Friday. Good Friday. I shouldn't be going as a good Catholic, but I'm 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 warming up anyway on the day Jesus died. Um, so I got Beauty Bar uh, in uh, where is that? Uh, it's on area. 14th Street. No, I know, uh, I know, but I'm saying between, it's like the Union Square area. Yeah. yeah, 14th between second and third on Friday. I think 8:30 p.m. show. It's free, so if you want to go, but if you can't make it, that's totally fine. <laughs> Um, 
And then the big shows are I am in D.C. Um, excuse me, Buffalo. You've already stopped listening. I'm in Buffalo <laughs> Tuesday, the 26th at Helium. Uh, I'm in D.C. on Friday, 29th at some bar, uh, which is on my website. And then I'm in Culpeper, Virginia on the 30th at a venue. Uh, and then May 14th, tickets to my special. They're selling poorly. Go get them. May 14th in New York City and then Boston, two shows at City Winery, one of the few cities that comes out to see me. Uh, two shows July 15th at City Winery. So that's it. If you're still listening, God bless you. Thank you for uh, sticking with me this whole time. It's been a long life, guys, and uh, a long episode. So thank you. God help us all.